Welcome back to another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast. Uh, today we are going to talk about uh, recovery uh, and kind of the, the different forms that recovery will take. So, Nick, how are we doing today? Rested and recovered. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Not rested and recovered. No. Um, so I've been wanting to do this topic for a little bit, have a couple different points that I want to get across, but um, kind of getting started right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, if I was asked you, what does recovery mean to you? Yep. Go. Recovery. Uh, recovery means your body getting back to homeostasis, but your body getting back to the ability to perform at the same level, right? So if I go sprint 100 meters and it takes me 15 seconds, when can I recover my body, everything, all parts of my physiology, when can I recover and repeat that same performance, period? So, um, <clears throat> you know, recovery, you know, again, I feel like you've got some questions here to go to dive into that, but it's your body needs to work and then recover, come back down to its normal baseline. And that is kind of where and when you're recovered is when your body's ready to work again. So it doesn't have to be 12 or 24 hours. It could be 10 minutes in between two runs. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's different aspects of it, but yeah, it could be 10 minutes between two runs. Or if you're thinking on like a macro level, right? If you're training, if you're working out twice a day for two weeks, like your body doesn't have time to actually come back down. You might feel okay but you know you would need to do some testing to see well i'm i'm actually not recovered like you might not be super sore or stiff but if you're doing two a days for 3 weeks like your body is just really really overwhelmed or it could get overwhelmed um just with the work demand that you're doing on it so a little bit of both like the short term yep could be 10 minutes between a run but it could just be a big macro level like hey are you recovered are you rested are you hydrated like you know in general, the big macro is recovery of all of a bunch of different pieces. Okay. So what does active recovery mean? Active recovery is um, moving, essentially. Moving your body to help it along that process of going from like, you know, I just did all of the work. You know, let's just take that run example. I just did a 100-meter sprint. Okay. If I did a 100-meter sprint, an active recovery would be walking around the track until I come back down to normal. <clears throat> could also mean you know, any sort of tissue care or muscle care that you would need to do. Stretching, foam rolling, etc. But it's more of like, are you moving your body in the movement patterns just at a very low, low, low intensity, right? A run, a sprint is very intense. Walking is obviously not intense. Um, so that's probably the quickest way to, to understand like active recovery is movement um, just under no intensity. So would the, op- the opposite of that be a rest day? Uh, <clears throat> no, not necessarily. Or you could do some active recovery on a rest day. Uh, a rest day would mean that you're, you're not training, you know, you're not, you're not actually training the muscles or the movement patterns. You know, you're not challenging them either with load, the weight, volume, repetitions, 
or a combination of speed for intensity, right? Trying to do load or volume within quick time frame. So no, an active or a rest day could be, uh, honestly, I'd say a rest day is not couch day. <laughs> rest day is just a day off of training. You could fill in the blank on what you do on a rest day with pieces of active recovery or, uh, you know, play, honestly, or sport, right? You could go, you know, ride a bike with your kids, you know, for an hour and that's, that would be a rest day activity. Um, so no, I, I think of a rest day as just a day off of training. You could do some sort of skill practice on a rest day, but without the, the factor of speed or time or volume, like you wouldn't want to do too much volume where you're really taxing your system. You know, you could go practice your pull-ups for a little bit with doing drills and skills to practice a pull-ups, but you're not out there banging out 60, 80, 100 pull-ups on a rest day. Like that's training, you know, doing that volume. Yeah. Um, so what would you recommend as far as how many days to train and then how many days to rest? Yeah. Active recovery, your recovery, what would your cycle, your ideal cycle be for an athlete at KCI? Um, it depends. <laughs> can I use that? No, I'm kidding. No, you cannot. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Um, ideally, in a perfect world, if we did not have a seven-day week, it would be three days on, one day off. So three on, one off. Three on, one off. Um, it depends on your work schedule. Um, the way I'd say the the most, the people that do it most are trained Monday, Wednesday, or sorry, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is a either rest or an active recovery day, train Friday, and then I would include a training day on the weekend, ideally. Um, I don't think that's the norm to do that, you know, that weekend day, you know, so it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, so you get four work days or weekdays plus one weekend day of training, whether that's Saturday or Sunday, probably ideally in a perfect world, I think Saturday, but everybody's got a different schedule, right? Some people don't work Monday through Friday. So three days on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one day off Thursday, there's a win. The best we can get is two or Friday, Saturday, two days on one day off Sunday. That makes most sense to me. What about uh, working out Monday through Saturday, resting on Sunday, and then come back and hit it again? On Monday? Yep. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I, I, actually, I love thinking about this topic, and I like talking about it with people. It, Yeah, definitely. You could go six days in a row with a plan. And the plan, if you're doing Monday through Saturday, that's awesome. Be like you're, it's a consistent habit. You know, I'm all about habits and consistency in that. So that's a huge win. If you're training six days in a row, you've got to pick and choose and understand your body and how your body recovers so that you can train all of those days, take one, only one rest day during the week, that's Sunday, and then come back. All that being said is you just need to change the intensity on one or two of those days. Um, and you have to be intentional and deliberate with it. And this is something that a coach could help you with. But, you know, if, if if you're training six days in a row, that middle, maybe somewhere in the middle, that third or fourth day, you know, if it, the workout is four rounds for, or three rounds for time, we're going to do a 400 meter run, 
21 kettlebell swings and 12 pull-ups, you know, you're not going out there, your hair on fire. You're going to say, you know what, I'm going to back it down. I'm going to work on this and use this as a skill or a training day. I'm going to work at like 60 to 80%, not all out a hundred percent. So kind of undulating your intensity through the week will net you a good result if you're training five, six days in a row. Um, I don't think it's wise to, to say, yeah, well, I'm just going to go crazy for six days in a row, take one day off and then get back onto it. And I'll be recovered for Monday morning. Um, I, I don't believe that the majority of our community, that's, that's going to be the best decision. I, you know, because so much goes into how your body recovers to do it really, really well that, that I don't think that's a great, great option. Okay. Um, so let's drill down into that a little bit. So the way it's set up right now is essentially Thursday is a pseudo day, mm-hmm. um, open gym yep. in the afternoons. There is a workout and there's a Rick, there's a workout on the whiteboard. Yeah. So if I worked out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, came in on Thursday, mm-hmm. maybe do the workout, but decrease the intensity. Correct. Or do something else or, or do something else. Yep. Or do something else. Uh, that. There, there is a prescribed workout that day. Mm-hmm. So it's different than Sunday. Yep. So Sunday there's no prescribed workout, Correct. uh, which is the ultimate question that we're going to get to here. Ooh. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So if I, I came in yesterday on Thursday, didn't know what to kind of do. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really want to do the workout on the, the whiteboard. So yep. kind of did my own thing, but probably had too much intensity with it. Yeah. And then I paid for it today. So, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that needs to go into the, the, the plan, right? Well, Thursday's workout is programmed with Wednesday, Friday, Saturday in mind. So if you come in on Thursday and you could kind of change how your workout is on Friday or Saturday, depending on if you choose to do something different on Thursday, Thursday open gym is a great opportunity to, practice skills or, or a strength component that you know you need to work on. We've talked about what do you do at open gym, right? You work on a weakness, you practice a skill, or you can do a benchmark, which is a great opportunity to benchmark your fitness, do a named workout, you know, one of the girls or one of the heroes maybe, right? But some workout that has a name or a benchmark. If going with intensity makes sense for you that day, right? Um, yeah, so it's it really just depends on where you're at in your training cycle and and how you can approach that Thursday. The workout is there for a reason. You know, it fits into the the big scheme of programming, but that just because the workout's on the whiteboard doesn't mean that you have to go at it with 100% intensity. That there are ways to approach every workout where you're, well, I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to work on my technique whatever that might be, running, pull-ups, sit-ups, whatever, it doesn't matter. So can you, to kind of work on your technique, could you just slow it down and just be more deliberate with your workout? Is that one way to do it, or do you kind of just flip the whole thing on its head and say, so yesterday's workout was the bar muscle-ups or the ring muscle-ups, or, you know, would you say, okay, I'm going to do, you know, one muscle up at a time and just try and do a good job of technique yep. or would you just kind of scrap that whole idea and say, let's just do an EMOM or let's do some other version of that to get better at muscle ups. Yeah. Um, yes, I would. So if your intent, you know, if the workout 
and and the you know for those that don't know what that we're talking about the workout there was jump rope muscle ups and sit ups so two relatively easy movements and then one high level skill movement and if you're in a position to like hey I want to practice and develop this skill and I don't I'm not I don't need an intense workout today so if you kind of fit those two criteria it's like hey I want to practice this skill the other two skill the other two movements in the workout are relatively simple um and I don't need an intense workout today then it's like yep green light to com- I'd say completely change the structure where like you said an EMOM would be great where you you can still add a heart rate component. You can still jump rope. But yeah, I would take that yesterday's workout, which was a workout with four time. And I would break it apart into an EMOM where I'm doing X amount. You know, I'm going to do 20, 30 seconds of jump rope. My next minute, I'm going to do some muscle up practice. And that could include doing muscle ups or muscle up drills. And then the third minute, I'm doing a set amount of um, sit ups. So it lowers the intensity, you know, I would lower the total volume, total repetitions, but it would also lower the intensity to give you the opportunity to actually work on that higher level skill. Um, so yeah, if those two criteria are met where you're like, yep, I train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is a normal workout day for you. I want to work out. I've got the time, but you know that you're trying to come in Friday and you're like, man, five days of working out with intensity just isn't the right decision. And if you don't know that, you can ask a coach and be like, hey, this is my workout. This is my training plan. What should I be doing? Yeah, you you ask me that question, and I tell you exactly what I just told you about. Here's how you do this workout, and here's how you win this workout on a Thursday. Yeah, the the thing I struggle is like I I like the idea of doing a, a technique workout, such as pull-ups or, you know, jump, you know, double unders. A lot of people are trying to get double unders. Yeah. Bar muscle ups would be another technique workout. Um, but it's coming toes to bar, mm-hmm. uh, but it's coming into the gym and not making it a six minute session and then leaving. Sure. Right. Yeah. So if I, if I take the time to come and I take the time to change my clothes and I take the time to suit up, yep. then I want to be there for 30 minutes and I'd totally. like to sweat a little bit and sure. I want to burn more than, you know, two calories. <laughs> So yeah. that's kind of the yep. the struggle of it from my mental aspect of it is like, okay, I want to yeah. come, I want to do something, but how do I get better at it and yeah. how do I prolong it? So mm-hmm. is the imam or Tabata or something like that, is that where you... Yeah. Um, so to two different pieces, what I'm hearing you saying is if you want to get better at the skill, like, like skills will be improved at lower intensity. Skills take practice, right? So the, in the muscle up example or practicing the pull-ups like you you'll actually develop the skills when slowing them down and practice and having time to rest and recover and you know, and get back down to a normal right you know I just you talked about recovery a few minutes ago so you'll get better at the skills when you're doing it under less load less heart rate less you know calorie burn now I totally hear what you're saying with like you want to make your most out of open gym time and say hey well what can or could I be doing that I'm going to get a little benefit out of heart rate and burn some calories and all that. Totally understand that. Um, you'd want to add in a some sort of cardio, I'd say cardio only, you know, a monostructural component and that, you know, easily could be the bike or rower. Um, and, and I would completely separate the skill practice, 10, 15, 30 minutes, whatever that is, 
at a monostructural where you're actually working on a monostructural, you know, most often, more often than not, you're not going to get too fatigued or too sore on either of those two or even running or, you know, um, where it'll impact your recovery and your ability to work out and perform Friday and or Saturday. So I'd say if you got an hour in the gym, you're going to warm up 15 minutes, you got 20 or 30 on your skill, whatever you're doing, you know, and that could be an imam and you could sweat a little bit, but maybe not a ton. And then the remaining time is, okay, let me design or have someone, a coach help you figure out a monostructural that will fulfill that need. Burn some calories, breathe hard, make you feel like you did a little something, but it's not going to kill you that that you're not going to recover for the next day. So an example, that would be what? 2000 meter row, too short, too long. Um, that could be pretty. That could be pretty short. Okay. Um, I, I'd say, you know, I, again, it kind of depends on how long you're working on your skill. But if you're working on your skill for 20 minutes, you're going to want to tend to 20 minute workout. Um, so I would, again, I, I like EMOMs because they make sense to me. You know, or in every other minute where it's like, hey, I'm going to be on the bike. So let's say I've got two minute, I've got to give myself a bike workout, bike only. Okay. I'm going to give myself a two minute window. My job is to get 20 calories or 25 calories in two minutes. The remaining time is rest. Top of the second minute, I'm going to hit it again. The goal is consistency. Um, Why do you like that as opposed to just getting on the bike and doing a hundred (laughs) calories? I I also like getting on the bike and uh, not that I've ever done that. Have I ever done that? No. Uh, so I like that as well, as long as you're choosing it for a reason and you're actually being intentional with it. Um, like, I'm not a huge fan of just mindlessly saying, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for a run. What for? Unless you're just going for a run to clear your mind. If you're going for a run to like train, I I feel like there should be a specific thing that you're trying to accomplish, whether that's pacing, breathing, mechanics, something. Um, and again, if we're using this example as like, Hey, I, I want to get, get my bang for the buck on a Thursday without too much thought process. Like you use, use that monostructural, use that bike workout as a chance to practice your pacing a hundred calories for time. You totally could practice and understand your pacing depends on your experience with a bike. And you know, that's probably not an appropriate workout for someone who's like, oh, this bike is brand new to me. I have no idea. Even right. what I don't know what I can do for five minutes on a bike, let alone 15 or 20, you know? So, so the, the monostructural thing, it's as long as there's intention behind it and saying, Hey, I'm going to jump on this thing and I'm going to work on this thing. You know, everybody listening to this and you know this, like I love practicing breathing and working on your breathing practice. So what can you do to get better at your breathing in a workout and then design that or have a coach or have me design that, help you design that and say, well, I'm trying to get better at my breathing or I'm just trying to get better at my technique on the row or technique on the bike. And then you craft the workout for that and you can still accomplish what you're initially seeking is that the calorie burn and the, you know, breathing hard and just feeling like you got something accomplished. Yeah. I've, um, always heard, and I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I've always heard that, you know, if you're going to exercise, you need to exercise for 20 minutes, right? And an elevated heart rate. And so then I, the way my brain is processing that information is, is 
is I need to pick something that is elevating my heart rate for a period of 20 minutes. So again, yeah. you know, go running one mile in one you know, 10 minutes, that's not quite doing it. So then, well, now I got to run two or three miles and then, right. or if I'm, you know, rowing a 500 meter is not doing that either, or even rowing 2000 meters isn't going to quite do that. So yeah. that's where like my, am I wrong in thinking that or do you not think that way? Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess I don't think that way. And I know that that's, that's common knowledge, right? To get, to get the, the cardiovascular system working and to, to sweat and to burn calories, that information is out there that says, yeah, you need to elevate your heart rate for, you know, you need to be operating at whatever heart rate for 15 to 20 or 25 minutes. Uh, I, I don't think like that, I guess in so much that every workout that we do has a stimulus. We're trying to achieve something with every workout that we're doing, whether it's 12 minutes, four minutes, 60 seconds, or 30 minutes or or beyond. So the way that we define fitness and CrossFit being that we're, we're trying to be nonspecific and be generally physically prepared to do whatever it is that we want to do workouts to me aren't about calorie burn. They're not about heart rate. Uh, they're not about necessarily duration. It's all about what's the intended stimulus and can I achieve that? Or what am I trying to do? And did I, can I do that? Right. And some of that is skill practice. Some of that is a lower intensity workout. And some of that is lighting your hair on fire and going hard for three minutes and that's all that you want, you know, trying to do Fran and sub four minutes. Like that's, you don't want it to do anything else for hours after that, if you yeah. actually do it right, you know? So, so no, I, like I get it. And that's probably pretty common. I, I don't think you're, uh, I don't think you're out of line just thinking that, but I think just the way that, you know, I've been in, in and around doing CrossFit and leading CrossFit for so long now that that's just my mentality or that's just the way that we view, fitness and exercise and workouts you know I'm, I'm not again i'm not trying to repeat but i'm not trying to it's not always about maximum calorie burn it's not always about being in the target heart rate zone sometimes you want to you know shoot the top off and take your heart rate to it's one rep matter it's close to max you know and sometimes you want to be very intentional with your heart rate and choose an emom where you say well i'm going to try to choose a, a heart rate where i can still breathe through my nose, out through my mouth, or whatever that is. So it's, I guess that's that's kind of where I where I stand or how I think of workouts, and I and I try to convey that, I suppose, and I know that all the other coaches do. We try to convey that when we program and we talk about workouts at the whiteboard, and hey, this is what we're trying to do today, and here's how you can approach this workout, um, whatever that is, every day. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. So the other thing that I typically will think about is is four days a week is good, five days a week is better, six days a week is even better, and seven <laughs> days a week is awesome. Get a gold star. Right. <laughs> so I've uh you know, I will typically try and work out seven days a week. Yeah. I say typically. What I mean by that is to me that's the gold star, right? Yep. And what I mean also mean by working out is going to KCI CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting the, the point for the day, yep. the attendance point. 
And so knowing that, um, your advice would be is to not do that or to go there seven days a week. I think it's totally fine to go seven days a week. I think you just got to structure in lower intensity days, uh, and, and you got to execute on it and you, and you've got to find the win in that. I feel like a lot of people might did get discouraged or it, it just wouldn't f- it cause it won't feel as fun or as good. Right. You know what you're a lot of times we're just desiring that. Like I want to go hard. I want to do a great workout and be breathing hard. And like, that's the reward almost at the end of it where if you're going six, seven days a week, I think it's awesome. Um, but you got to know that the reward on those down days is I'm getting better at the skill and I'm going to walk out of here knowing that, man, I, I could have moved a ton faster and changed my skills, but the win is getting better and developing the skill or strength or whatever that is. You know, the intensity is down because it just, your body won't recover seven days a week. Yeah. I was actually talking or researching this a little bit today on Google and I found an article from Matt Fraser and he said the best thing you could do in CrossFit is to learn the technical aspect of it. Mm. So that would be the skill aspect of it. And I just, you know, the other thing that's to me is a little tricky about Sundays is if I came to class on Saturday, I working out at 9 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. Well, then I have all day Saturday and a good chunk of Sunday. Sunday. You know, I can go between 1 and 3 o'clock. And it's like, so there's some boredom setting in, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're not going to work. So you have more free time. You're like, well, I just want to get out of the house. I want to go work out. Yeah. But I want to go sweat, you know, and I want to, I want to get a good workout in. So then I go and... I Google workouts online and I'm trying to find something that's going to kill me, you know, for 30 seconds (laughs) or for 30 minutes on on Sunday. And I just, I I wonder if I'm doing maybe more harm than good by doing some of those things. Yeah, that's a great question. That's good awareness. Um, Potentially, you know, potentially that's, that's always there. You know, the easy example would be like, well, yeah, you're going to go in on a Sunday and I'm going to do deadlifts for volume, right? I'm going to do a hundred deadlifts in a workout on Sunday and I just pick it out of there because it looks awful. And I'm going to, you know, that I'm going to get that reward of like, oh my gosh, I just did all these reps and that, that finishing feeling. But Monday comes around and we're deadlifting Monday, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, I just, why did I do that to myself? Right. Uh, so th- that's the easiest and that's a glaring example of it. But you know, let's say we're squatting or running uh, on Monday. There's a good chance you won't perform to your full capacity if you're really trying to go full 100% on Monday. If you went full out on, you know, 100 deadlifts for volume on, on Sunday, there's a good chance you're probably still hurting yourself more than more than helping. Yeah, and Patrick does a really good job of that on Sunday you know, I went in last Sunday and we were going to do burpees and he's like, nope, we got burpees tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And that was the the 50 burpees, I think. So, yeah. so he does a good job of keeping kind of us in check as long as we kind of voice what we're going to do. But, right. but yeah, that was another question is, you know, how do we not, I don't want to hurt my performance on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because we have three days in a row of, yeah. of working out. But again, it's just, sometimes it's nice on a weekend to get into the gym and kind of clear your, your clear mind. And, sure you know, have that place to go to. Yep. So. And, and, you know, like I said, that monostructural stuff, being on the bike, being on the rower, 
it's not sexy by any means, but you you can definitely accomplish what you're looking for. This the sweat, the you know, I'm I'm wanting to breathe hard, I'm wanting to sweat, and I'm wanting to burn a bunch of calories. Like you you can get the job done on a bike or a rower, you get or even running on on a Sunday, and come in Monday and be recovered and and be ready to rock and roll. Um, you know, my position on it would just be like, well, if you're gonna do that on a Sunday, just be intentional with that work, whatever that means. It's not just well, I'm gonna row for 20 minutes and see what happens. Like yeah. that just seems like a waste of time, like to me. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. I think that's a good tip, um, you know, for us to kind of restructure Thursdays and Sundays. Yeah. That's what I was looking for out of this uh, podcast was to help me do that. So it's like a personal consult. It is, you know, <laughs> that's uh, I'm a common man, right? You so are. No, if I, uh, if I'm thinking of it, then most of the people in this audience probably have a similar thought. So totally. I think so. And honestly, I think people that are probably listening to this have, they probably have maybe avoided open gym or, or not made it a point to come in on a Thursday or a Sunday because they don't, they haven't understood exactly what it is we're talking about. Not that this is like an open gym, but it's more of like a recovery discussion. Like, Oh, I can still come in on these days and I can still work out and do these, you know, I can either get better at my skill and, you know, I can push my cardio, but, um, so yeah, I totally agree. Like people are either in your board boat or they're, they're about to be in your boat and be like, I just don't know what to do. Like we've got you covered. Yeah. We we can definitely help. I found that, um, in listening to, you know, obviously you, uh, Christine, and then from some other podcasts that, you know, a good 20 minute EMOM is a great way to solve a lot of issues. And so what I was doing was, as I was doing a toes to bar EMOM for 20 minutes, which sounds like it's, it is a long time, but you think it's going to be easy, but it's, you know, yeah. maybe not, but so I started like the first time I did five toes to bar every minute on the minute. Nice. And then it was like, oh, this is, this wasn't bad. So then next Sunday I did six and Bump next Sunday up. I did seven and next mm-hmm. Sunday I did eight, you know, and it, it was just a good way to really, number one, build confidence in that totally. movement. And then two, um, you know, I think would obviously help with performance. Absolutely. Um, so trying to think of that with pull-ups and then sit-ups or kind of some of the other ones. So you know, what I did last Sunday was, is I did Annie. Nope. Nope. I did not do Annie. I did baseline, baseline. because it had sit-ups, told me that, yeah. air squats, push-ups, push-ups mm-hmm. and pull-ups in it. Yeah. And so then I, I think we did, uh, we did three rounds for time on baseline and I just, it was good to hit all those elements, mm-hmm. but I think we maybe amped up the intensity Yep. and probably just missed the boat on it. Um, and we did with a weighted vest on too, which was just another element. So that's again, where I go back to my logic. It's like, well, you know, doing it is good. Three rounds is better. Weighted vest is even better. Um, so, you know, eight days a week is better. Eight eight days a week is better. So, uh, you know, I think we maybe should have done more of the technical aspect of it as far as me trying to work on pull-ups and trying to work on sit-ups and trying to work on push-ups. So, Yeah, so that's a great example of, and you told me this the other day that you did that baseline th- three times through, wh- which honestly that's a great workout if you're looking for a kind of no frills, easy intent, easy intensity, awesome workout. Like kudos for coming up with that. If if I was there and saying, hey, and you told me, hey, I want to work on these skills, I'm going to do this. I want to I want to do 
baseline. I want to get a sweat on. I want to work on these skills. Just would have restructured a little bit. Would have said, okay, well, we're going to do, you're going to do baseline. You've got a, what were you doing it in? Seven minutes ish. Yep. Yeah. So we did a run instead of a row, but oh, nice. Good. Yeah. So I'd give you a cap, like an eight minute cap. So, you know, you you still got to push some intensity because you got that hard finish you're going to rest or recover for a certain amount of time, maybe like three or four minutes, like a 50% recovery. And you're going to hit it again for consistency. You've got an eight minute cap and you're going to do it again, three or four minute rest. And you're going to go, go again for consistency. And that will just mentally, just that structure of the workout will say, okay, well, my goal now is consistency, which your goal was consistency all along. But if you're doing it three rounds for time, now you're going for time and not consistency so could have still completely done the same thing would have taken a little bit longer but still would have hit your marks and 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 gotten better at the skills i think yeah and you just jogged by i mean that's that's very intriguing that just inserting a rest period Mm -hmm. of one two three minutes yeah completely changes the intensity of the workout but then also kind of resets it for you as well exactly so you could maybe maybe turn a somewhat intense workout into just a skill a skill set. Yep. Today's workout we did Helen, right? How would you how would you like okay, well I want to work on I'm going to swing a kettlebell. This is my first time swinging an RX kettlebell, but I really want to do it because it's not a ton of volume, 63 reps on a kettlebell and I want to practice my pull-ups. Sweet. Okay, well, you've got 3 rounds. You've got a 5-minute window. For round one, you're going to do it in five minutes. You're going to rest two minutes, you know, roughly a 50%, you know, two to three minutes. You choose. Hit it again. Five-minute cap on the round. Two to three minutes. Hit it again. Boom. Yeah. Again, it'll take you longer, um, you know, and, and again, that's not something to necessarily do in a class environment because we're trying to, you know, keep the class to cohesive and moving together and get the stimulus of the workout. But if you were saying, hey, I want to work on this, I, we could have totally changed it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, boom. Good coaching. <laughs> awesome. Boom. Well, uh, appreciate the advice. And, totally. Uh, we'll, we'll carry it forward to Sunday. Let's do it.